Y'all guess what? What? You're here with Rosa, your co-host to the Y'all Guess What podcast. And this week, y'all, I believe, and always, truly, I believe in talk shit, get hit. That's that's it. Period. And I'm your co-host, Felicia. And um, I, I will wake up and choose violence. Mm-hmm. Expect it. Yep. Anyway, before we get started, go ahead and check us out. Uh, go to Instagram, check us out at Y'all Guess What Podcast. Go to TikTok and check us out at Y'all Guess What Pod. And of course, you can subscribe on Patreon for the full video and follow us wherever you get your podcast. So let's go ahead and get into our weekly updates. What do you got? So this week, I am finally able to say that I started my new job where I am not on yeah. the phone. I know I've been dragging this on for a few weeks, but it, this is a big life change, y'all. I've been in customer service on the phone for a long time, like close to a decade. So it was time and I work remote from the house. So I'm just, I'm about to be living my best life. That's truly it. And I'm grateful. I'm happy. That's awesome. I'm excited for you. Hopefully you, I know you're going to kill it. You literally just destroy everything that you do. So I know you're going to go in there and you're going to just Make that job your bitch. <laughs> my fucking bitch, my hoe, my main. Period. Bitch. Period, period, period. Um, now for um, my update is um, definitely similar, definitely a change. Just kind of um, taking life step by step and seeing how things are going, you know? Um, and just kind of like, I'm just going with the flow. I'm going to let the Lord lead me wherever he wants. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be whatever it is. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. So it was a pretty short weekly update, but it was to the point. Um, I want to uh, I think I'm rushing this a little bit too because I want to hurry up and get into Felicia's review. I know you do, bitch. Because, girl, we are talking about what everybody's been talking about. Bridgerton season two. Mm. Bridgerton season two. Okay, so first let's recap with season one. Okay, season one gave really um, pretty, lovely... Um, like fairy tale vibes. Fairy tale vibes, right? It was, it was, it was very, it was like when I think about it, it was very pretty. One of my favorite characters, um, of course, Lady Whistledown, was, you know, you didn't really realize how integral she was for everybody involved until we got into this second season. Now, second season, girl. Um, first, shout out to good old Daphne. She had to make her appearances. Um, they named the baby Augie, which, yeah, okay. That's your business. I don't that know. Means, like, that means eight. No, no, I'm tripping. That means something in Italian. That means like today in Italian or something. So I remember thinking like, what? I thought they were in England, whatever. You know, it's it's Shonda Rhyme. She's doing whatever she Look, wants. Shonda it. is in Shonda land doing exactly. What she does. Things. Can Look. I say I love that she is putting people of color of all colors 
in this uh in this time period i love it i loved the recap of our favorite miss queen oh my gosh her and her wigs oh the love oh my god and how she has the guy like the butler <laughs> hand her the coke tray and she's like sniffing yeah it. i was like is she doing cocaine <laughs> first season I'm pretty sure because I remember thinking damn the queen is lit like that's probably what I'd be doing if I was queen because imagine how fucking <laughs> like right in the freaking 1800s wearing those heavy wigs and the makeup that had something poisonous in it that was rotting away your face and like mercury and a bunch of horrible shit for yeah. you yeah and people crapping in corners of rooms yeah oh. mm-hmm. did you know that back in the day um women you know how women would be like diagnosed with hysteria just because they're horny and shit and like they just need mm-hmm. to have an orgasm and the doctor would like do it for them and, and say oh you're cured you know like crazy right but I read a thing where uh tampons they had like makeshift tampons and pads back in the day you know like they just made it with whatever they had and mm-hmm. they would basically infuse it with drugs like I want to say with like he what's that called lithium or something crazy like that like they would infuse heroin it with- something like that like they would infuse it with like a hard drug and so they, they were making memes about that girl like imagine being a woman in the 1800s like <laughs> they're pussy lost in the sauce <laughs> you're just walking around confused and dizzy like whoa like uh, i'm in, in the middle freaking... of the market like, <laughs> full orgasm on this pit i don't oh know oh my gosh Lit. Scary. <laughs> lit and scary. Lit and scary. You're right. You That's- know what? We are right. <laughs> but dude, how fine is Anthony and Bridgerton? You know what? I got to give it to him. I got to give it to him. Very. Um, but I- also, I- you know, he's the main character. But can we just talk about, okay, there was just something that it took me a little bit to get into it because I understand, of course, the time and what this story is supposed to be. But with Anthony just looking so grown and sexy and that little girl, I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. The to- she yes, just, she just seemed so young. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was a little uncomfy, but not enough for me to be like, oof, you know. But it was, I was just like, because I'm like, I don't even know. How old are you in real life? I should have looked that up. You know, that's a probably old enough. Because he does, like, he looks mature. You know, he doesn't look like our age. But, you know, to us, he's fine. He's a zaddy. He is a zaddy. Yeah. So looking at at the initial, you know, love (laughs) interest and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's actually exactly how it would have happened, if we're being honest. But I'm like, okay, but, but. Weird, right? (laughs) he's 31 years old and and he's not that grown yeah but I mean compared to her and how young uh what's her name Edwina I'm sorry I hate that name yes Edwina yeah um, right I was like Kate and Edwina like that makes no sense right I don't care how smart she is like she just looked very young it always looked he just looked better with Kate obviously when they were all three yeah and of course that's exactly how it was meant to be and how they wanted to paint it so I think like everything was done on purpose like she was meant to be this very young delicate looking thing because that's not really what he's necessarily looking for in a character but anyway it was great I loved it of course um 
I think I'm gonna have to just rewatch the entire thing, season one and two again. Um, yes. Yeah. And so for, um, I just want to give y'all, go ahead and juice you up. Next time we'll be talking about this series that I've been watching recently. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's a sci-fi original, but it's on Netflix and there's five seasons of it. Um, okay. I'm into the third season. It's good. It's I like good. that. It took season. me a second to get into, but it is good. At first I was like, you know, I, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to, that's all I'm going to say. So yeah, we'll, we'll catch that, that next week. You. When you got a full, yeah, when you get the whole picture. <laughs> I like that. All right. So, um, you know what? I think this is a perfect time for us to uh, take a trip to the stars. How about you give us a moment? Thank you. I'm glad you said that because I have some really good Aries energy updates for this spiritual slash astro bitch segment this week. I'm going to do it a little different. So based on the Aries new moon that just happened this past Friday, we're still in that energy. Mm -hmm. It's going to keep happening until the moon switches to Taurus. Let me see when that's happening sometime soon, but we're still in Aries energy. It's Aries season. So the Aries new moon happened at 11 degrees air sign of Aries and you have Aries very heavily in your chart. So what I'm going to do different is I pulled what oh, it, I do. Mm -hmm, let me show you. So you have two houses in Aries in your chart. And so I'm going to tell you what this tells me that what, what this tells me about what you, what you got going, you know? And of course mm -hmm. I kind of know, but like some of the stuff I, I wouldn't have been able to know. It's just like astrology told me basically what transits are happening because these houses all mean different things. So like if it's transiting, for example, I'll do mine first. So my fourth house has big Aries energy. Cause remember again, everybody's birth chart has all 12 signs. Everybody has their own mix of the 12 basically. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So my Aries, oh, I have yours pulled up. So, hold on. so I have Aries in my fourth and fifth house. So uh, because the, the new moon is transiting um, through those houses in my chart, that tells mm -hmm. me, and this shit was so dead on. It was freaky, right? Fourth and fifth. Okay. Fourth house is home and family. So it basically, people that have fourth house in Aries, you had to raise yourself, basically. Not that you were an orphan or anything, but like there were certain, <laughs> certain things you're having to relearn because you didn't learn them. You know, when you were young, you had to kind of like, be your own emo emotional support type shit. Um, as an adult, we also create a home for ourselves. So the transition that I'm going through is like maybe moving or shifting my space, shifting how, like the stuff in my house, shifting furniture might be a, a good like short-term intention. I mean, long-term intention, a shorter, uh, short-term intention, you know, in this house would be just like, you know, uh, redoing my room or like buying a new comforter, you know, little things like that, that would affect my home and family space and how, cause as a child, you don't really choose the space, your environment as an adult, you do. So it's like right now, people with this Aries placement are figuring out what you want in your energy, what you want around you, who you want around you and what feels good. And like sticking to that and nothing else. I felt that. Um, and then you have Aries in the 10th and 11th house, I'm pretty sure. Let me confirm. Yep, 10th and 11th. So what this means for you, the 10th house means like where we are in our personal power. So 
it tells me that you are and I already knew this obviously but when I read it I was like oh my god this is so Felicia it's like it mm-hmm. says you are seen and <clears throat> you are seen as strong-minded um like very strong-minded to others um but that's not the opinion you need to worry about. And that I don't feel like you do, except for certain people that you love, right? Like you don't care about people's opinion usually unless you care about them. Um, and you mm-hmm. might not realize like the effect you have on other people. You might, you know, how, how strong-minded and like assertive you are. Some people think Aries energy is like aggressive and it can be when it's not evolved, you know, but- I've been described as such. <laughs> but it's all about perspective because Aries people would usually say like, no, that was me being nice to you, you know? So like to another person, it comes off as aggressive, but you were just being assertive. Aries people, they're not so much aggressive. They just know what they want and they're not afraid to tell you because they'd rather have the argument now than later. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I like to come to you for certain things that I'm not, sure about because I'm the opposite I'm all in my head you know overthinking shit like I'd rather sweep it under the rug and then let it blow up later which is not good I'm working on it but you know it's good that uh, to know um people like that because if you know and it's good to know what you lack too like those of all unevolved parts of me like I can kind of get better at that by talking to somebody who's the opposite like my little sister she's a Gemini rising like you too so she's more energy like that I need around me. Like I need more confident people like that around me. Anyway, it's also saying, oh, it says you're changing jobs. I was like, of course I knew that. Um, Your calling is changing. People see you as brave, even though you might not see yourself as brave, but you are. Um, And you want to self-actualize and do do and build things for yourself. Not so much like money-wise, but just like building foundations and building something. Um, And then it says... Something that would help you with this phase, this transit is intention writing. Not so much journaling, but just like maybe writing down your dreams on a vision book. You know, you just literally write it down and then every new moon you go back and read it. It's like, it helps ingrain it in you. Um, Okay, it says, yeah, it says do intention writing for being lined up with how you put yourself out there in the world because perception like I said is everything and it's not about caring what other people think but how do you want to be seen like how do you want to be remembered is what it told me like that's kind of where your shifting is happening right now sounds good do you like does that I like it it resonates it It definitely resonates yeah because that's why I wanted to do a little different because I want to get specific with like what's going on in your chart and then that you know kind of explains it to other people because this is just one part of you know the chart that's just what's going on right now but I like knowing about these transits because it kind of validates what you're going through and you're like okay I'm I'm doing the right stuff like I'm on the right path yeah the other house is the 11th house that's being affected in your chart the 11th house represents hopes dreams associations inspiration networks Mm -hmm. like people in your network that's changing your community Oh, and that's where I was saying that your 11th house is all of that. Plus your legacy. How do you want to be remembered? That's why I said that. Cause I remember writing, writing this down, like how you're now reassessing who you want in your space again. Like you're reassessing what you're going to do your day-to-day life, whatever's not working out, you're clearing it. And that's great. Cheers to that. Wow. That is terrifyingly spot on dude right (laughs) that's why it gets so specific and like 
I could have written down a whole three note cards on what I read. That's just like the condensed version. So it's good to know these placements because you can look that up for your own chart, your man's chart, your mom's chart, help anybody mm -hmm. with whatever they're going through or at least understand it. It helps to understand. I agree. I liked that. Thank you. No problem. And so every time there's a transit, I'll do that and we can kind of see if it resonates or not. Because sometimes it won't, you know, not everything will resonate. And if, if it doesn't resonate, you just let it fly. That's all. Um, but just as a general message, the other thing I wanted to say, because yes, the people that have Aries placements and certain placements like the opposite of Aries, they're the most affected too. Aries and Libra are opposites. So that means that both placements are, are affected right now. And, um, but just in general, there's a Aries new moon. Again, it's like we talked about last week, it's an energetic new year. So it's like a fresh start for everybody. Um, you have mm -hmm. to be open to new ideas to welcome in this energy. Well, be open to personal development, whatever that looks like for you. Be more self-aware. Aries energy, like I said, is assertive, not aggressive. So just take people for who they are. Like if you have an Aries friend that comes off aggressive, maybe she's filtering herself down. You know what I mean? Like we're all <laughs> doing the best we can. And on this, on the flip side, like um, I'm basically opposites with a lot of my friends. Like they're like fiery Leos and I'm a crying ass baby, cancer baby over here. So it's like, they also have struggled and we're doing better in the past to understand like, the emotional how do i say this why i'm an emotional, emotional damage exactly the emotional damage i go through every day that i like inflict on myself you know like they're like what the fuck is wrong with her i just said it was a joke and i'm like but i took it as you know it's just like it's all about perspective like how you say something is not always how it's perceived mm -hmm. perception um, is a bitch it's a bitch moving on um the other thing is time for it's a good time for deep healing and integrating lessons we've already learned okay because we all know like breaking a habit takes a while it doesn't happen overnight so that's what these transits help with so anything you've learned that you've been trying to apply that it just hasn't stuck for whatever reason it hasn't been a good time you haven't been in the right energy this is a really good time to start that thing or finish that thing that you were meaning to do um with integrating these lessons we learn to heal old wounds for good we're healing our 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 um our inner wounds that's um all we have all i have for right now for the astro bitch segment just focus on ask yourself what do i want the rest of the year to look like this is your new beginning you know whatever you haven't done this is a good time to go for it full force aries energy assertive not aggressive period period um next i want to get into if i can go to it we're going to get into the segment for the week which is the bitch about it segment okay which we all know we got a lot of shit to bitch about period. um i'm gonna let you go first because i like i like uh what you wrote down i want to hear more about this all right so here's what i want to bitch about okay <laughs> shitty entitled customers clients or people that you have to interact with who just expect everything on a silver platter they think that you're there to live and breathe for them those people who think that you can do nothing because you're just at work so you have to take whatever shit that they hand to you oh my gosh mm. i'm bitching about those people and there is nothing like the taste of triumph when you tell that person off 
And then leadership backs you up. Mm. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Because meanwhile, you are standing there ready and willing to risk that job. (laughs) Literally. You were ready to risk it all. And you know what? They said, no, that's right. Good job. Thank you. That's a really good feeling because these people swear like they know how to do our jobs better. And like, I know people even that work at Starbucks everywhere get this, like, you know, they know how to do it better than you. So like, let me, they're so entitled. Like you said, they just think they're worth the world. Period. And if they, and it's like a lot of the times too, of course they're wrong and incredibly so they've just got this idea of the way things work in their head, which logically likely makes no sense. Okay. (laughs) At all, doesn't make any sense at all, yet they're here and they're just expecting you as another adult human person to just accept this abuse from this absolute stranger. Like if I wasn't an adult and liable to be arrested. It's on site. Like you would catch these hands so quick (laughs) and I want all of the smoke, send them. I'll call the police for you. I am dead, bro. I had a guy tell me when I worked at a satellite company, I will not name, it was lovely. (laughs) Um, I was on the phone and I was talking to a guy in New York and I was tech support, man. You know, I was just trying to troubleshoot this man's stuff. And he said that he was going to send a bomb to me and bomb me because he was driving he said he knows where the building is the the whatever building is in the city and he's going to come and bomb me and I have to report it to obviously the higher-ups but because even though knowing that he doesn't know that I'm in Mississippi and he's in New York you know he doesn't know where I'm at so how are you going to bomb me I'm like but I had to alert somebody because you don't know what people will do you know so I was just like people are really crazy this was a, a long time ago when I first started in call centers but I was like damn unhinged af girl the call center chronicles oh Oh my gosh some of these people like and it was funny because I would get instances like that and I'd just be like you know you actually live like a short drive away from me you live 10 minutes from my house like like are you kidding dude the amount of damage that I could inflict if I really if I was a shitty person the amount of Oh my gosh, do not make me assume my ultimate form as the super villain of the year. <laughs> You're like, I'm about to switch forms on y'all asses. Like, <laughs> I would just be like, do you understand? And that's the thing when you're talking to people in call centers or talking to people on the phone, you have no idea where they are. And when you're working with large corporate companies, you could get like I worked with a lot of companies where I would get a phone call from someone six states away and sometimes I would get a call from my literal neighbor like Mm -hmm. literally my neighbor so it's just kind of like I don't know about you guys but I wouldn't be willing to test it no, you don't know who's gonna be on the other side like I had where I was in another department and one of my friends got called the n-word on the phone which fucked up obviously been there you know it sucks 
Um, and he told the customer, sir, you know, I know where you live, right? Like he told this man that on the phone and they pulled the call because the customer reported it. So they, they didn't even fire him. They just like wrote him up. I'm like, like you can't do that, bro. I'm like, just saying, like, it was a question. Like, I'm dead. I, was, I just wanted to know. <laughs> shook, but hey, good point. Like you reminded the customer that day, like, no, nah, bro, you playing with the wrong man on the phone right now. Like I will Period. go to your house. Oh man, and what's so interesting about the my job is that like they they're like, no, we're all grown here. We're all adults and they should treat you with respect. And if they don't want to do that, then you can tell them how you expect to be treated. And if not, then get off the phone. We uh-huh. don't deal with those people. Yeah. That's not and if it gets really bad, let us know. We'll cancel all their shit. Dude. Effective immediately. Oh my God, on the next Call Center Chronicles, because I have a different story that I was going to talk about today, but I'm going to tell you a, a story about how we had to block this man from calling oh in. That's how, that's how effed up the stuff he was saying to us on the phone was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this week, though, I want to talk about the time where um, it wasn't even my supervisor. It was my friend's supervisor when I worked at this the same satellite company. So much ratchet shit happened here. This is just <laughs> one of them. So we had potlucks, right, all the time. So people would bring like sides, dessert, whatever. And then the supervisors usually, or ours, would make like grill out outside and like make burgers or whatever. So they have all this meat saved up for the potluck in the supervisor's um, freezer. And what the meat went missing one day, girl. All the meat in the supervisor freezer went missing. How did it, what do you mean it went missing? It got up and left? So we, so I guess the supervisor, cause it was mine that was going to cook, but like other departments right next to us, like, you know, pitching, it was going to be like a big potluck. So somebody goes and checks for the meat. It's not there. And they blame, this is where it gets fucked up. This is not even the worst part. They blame this big supervisor. Okay. And when I say big, she was like almost 400 pounds, this woman, right? Which no shade, but this is who they chose to blame for miss for the missing meat. I was like, y'all are really fucked up for that. I was like, just because she's the bigger supervisor doesn't mean that she's the one that stole all the meat y'all. Like really? Wait, they were just like, it's her because she's fat. Yes, bro. I <laughs> this That's terrible. How fucked up and I remember thinking like out loud like y'all cannot really think it was her and they were like she be doing some crazy shit I'm like okay she does bro she does but that does not what work. where was the evidence what proof did they have I don't think they ever found proof because if even if there were cameras like I don't think wait they, so they never found the meat they never found the meat bro I don't I don't <laughs> remember what they ended up doing that day I don't think there was a potluck but they blamed that lady but you know why she had a bad reputation though she also was known for like sending her agents to the liquor store <laughs> for her. Like, I love it. She would be like, hey, here's 40 bucks. Go buy me or however much. Go buy me a bottle of vodka or crown or whatever and bring it up. to And like they would bring it up to the call center. and She would be like out of drinking out of her coffee cup and shit. I'm like, you know what? That's a mood. That's a mood. Honestly, this job is bullshit. I, I, I'm with you, sis. What an icon. <laughs> as long as she's still getting her work done i really don't see what the problem is <laughs> mood yep we support it <laughs> um yeah i love that <laughs> i mean that's just what it is um so we are um gonna take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll get into our um hot topics yes okay see you soon 
All right, so we are back from the break and we're gonna jump right into it. So into our hot topics, we're of course gonna be talking about Will and Jada. So much has happened uh, <laughs> since the epic bitch slap heard around the world. Uh, and now there's very polarizing viewpoints. You're hearing, you're seeing like interviews from like um, the likes of Jim Carrey and I think Dave Chappelle and people are oh, like Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Two cents too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are talking about it right now. So, what do you think? So here's my thing, and I'm gonna keep it short and sweet because I'm like a lot of people on the internet that. Well, first, I don't like to idolize celebrities, okay? And how I talk about some celebrities, you might not believe that, but I don't. You know, I love Kim and I love certain celebrities, but when I say that, I don't idolize them. That's very different. So, like, on one side, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what happened at the Oscars. Like, who the fuck was even watching that anyway, you know? <laughs> right. Second, who um, was watching the Oscars? <laughs> almost nobody. No, just kidding. Like, 16 million people watched it, but I only know that because oh, there really? were um, I get, like, marketing metrics and stuff for just mm-hmm. whatever, like, random stats. And it's, uh, Nielsen reported that every year it goes down, like, the viewership for the Oscars and stuff. And this year was the, very, the lowest in record ever. And it was still 16 million, but I'm like, who the fuck is y'all? Who is watching this? Anyway, mm-hmm. on the other hand, I always think about watching like the Oscars, but then I'm like, I'm more likely to watch the Tonys, to be honest. Yeah. And quite frankly, I really just go back to YouTube and watch the clips of the shit I was actually interested in. Exactly. So, <laughs> so like on one side, I'm like, who cares what happened? But then when I saw the video, like, okay, my first reaction is, it's kind of, it is kind of hot. Okay. That he got up there and defended her. Okay. Because the joke was in bad taste, but also talk should get hit, but not on TV, sir. And not at a, an award show. Like it, it was cringe for sure. Especially now that the video of her actual reaction came out and she was like all smug and like smiling. I'm like, I don't know. It's very cringe. I can't even watch mm. the whole video all the way through. What did you think? I'm going to be honest. I've watched that. Okay, this is a terrible thing to say. Let me start out with that. But I've watched that video a couple times and I swear he smacked him crooked. Crooked? <laughs> yeah. Like if you go back to when he was talking and then to when he got hit, I'm like, I think like, did we watch the side of his mouth swell up a little bit? Like, I was like, oh my God. First I was like, oh my gosh, she smacked him crooked. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Double well, the women, and I think <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah I okay so I also heard a couple things through the grapevine and the internet uh headlines and stuff mm-hmm. right and I started this one video and I almost got all the way through it but I didn't finish but pretty much you've got the side of people that are saying why the fuck would you do that Mm-hmm. we're all adults blah 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 he's a comedian everybody knows how it goes mm-hmm. facts they're they're not wrong and then you have this other side of people that are saying well don't talk about his wife apparently he's to the brink right he's to his boiling point and then but then girl there is you know the others that are talking about you know how she had denied him a date or something like that 
decades ago and he's been salty ever since and like oh. every time there's been an opportunity like jabs have been made or you know things like that right so you're saying chris rock like went after jada back in the day like wanting to get with her and she snubbed him and, and that's why he's been making comments because he's known for these yeah like, jokes that aren't even really funny like it's just rude you know yeah yeah so basically that's what i saw was like allegedly right allegedly. she you know denied him a date or you know denied his interest or whatever the case may be and has been kind of like poking at her mm. every chance he gets was the vibe that I got from the information that was uh disseminated so there was that now what's interesting is I don't know if I saw a trailer I don't know what I saw but it was a it was a video of some sort um and it was basically like what seemed like somebody was already working on a documentary of Will Smith's fall from grace, right? Because let's be honest. So basically the video was pretty much talking about, you know, how he's kind of painted this picture of perfection and he's expected a lot out of his family and this and that, and how, you know, him and Jada all of a sudden were coming out with their personal business or whatever. And it, you know, started to change the public's eye because, let's face it Will Smith was that perfect guy for a really long time I think he was pretty much you know Mr. Perfect right up until the Oscar slap you know what I mean like because when you think about Will Smith even when you say Will Smith like there's a certain um there's a certain idea of the type of the person that he is, you know, he's an icon, like not just because of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but like all the movies he's been in and just the oh, pursuit of happiness. I mean, just iconic. Ass right. Roles. Independence Day. He did incredible. You know, he's done, you know, he's Will Smith, right? <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? So um, I saw th that video. It was like some kind of trailer about, you know, his his fall from perfection and things like that. And I just thought, man, this is really <laughs> getting out of hand, you guys. It's like, you, know? you don't waste no time getting some little low budget actors in that shit, in that, in that uh, movie, whatever, you know, and like reporting it, like reporting shit before nobody asked for that. Like who asked for it? Right. I'm, and also too, and on that note, just to like on the, on just to talk about what Chris Rock said, like, honestly, I didn't, I didn't know that she had alopecia, but apparently a lot of people, especially in Hollywood or people who pay attention to, you know, apparently a lot of people knew and she's been an advocate of that for a hot minute. I had no idea, but that was the thing. So it kind of added another layer of understanding for me because I'm like, ooh, because, you know, when you have something that affects your looks, you know, mm -hmm. that's just like, a, like, that's just a different level of pain that I think a lot of people can't understand. Dude, and that's actually really good that you brought that up because um, I agree. And that actually segues into our topic one. But I just want to say the only thing I'd read about that, I kind of read that she had alopecia, but apparently what made it even worse, another layer, 
is that she had just posted a video about how she was struggling with it and like i think she was saying that it affected her because of her hair you know and how that oh my god she did yeah like she had just posted a video i and i didn't see it but that's like why it it was just really bad timing and also the moon was an aries babe and he has a scorpio moon (laughs) will smith has a scorpio moon so it just like he probably just felt like he had to do something in that moment to make up for it because he did laugh at first you did you see the video how he laughed and then he saw her reaction and then he got up and then mm -hmm. it makes me think that maybe she had if she had recently made a video it probably was because she was probably going with um probably a lower point um you know within herself and her confidence and her emotions right so it probably took a lot just to even get out of the house exactly you know amazing let's just say that yeah she looked incredible but hair is hair is Mm-hmm. a lot of people don't and men especially but even then a lot of people don't understand how important hair is especially for a black woman it's something so incredible like it's I don't even know how to explain that type of relationship that you have with something as simple as hair you know what I mean mm-hmm. like nobody it's, would understand it but you you know somebody right. that has that experience and that Let's go ahead and check out our messages because, girl, you know we got mail. (laughs) Yes, we got some good mail this week. So let me, I'm going to go ahead and go first. So the question that we've got from a good babe is, how much patience should you have when the dick is not good? Ooh. Okay, so. How much patience? How long are you staying? Are we talking a one night stand or like a boyfriend? probably a relationship because if you get bad dick from a one night stand I mean you're not calling that guy back well see that's I have a weird perspective on this my hot take is if it's just a one night (laughs) stand and I've already like you know tack uh what's it called I've already ticked off that body on my body count you know what I mean um I don't mind giving you a second chance I might even give you a third chance depending on on your other redeeming qualities you know if you have like everything else going for you like I'll give you a chance because I've already gone all the way like you know you're not gonna hurt anything unless it's something else going on you know (laughs) but if it's a boyfriend then I am very much the type that I don't mind teaching them things but I don't always want to do that like you know I don't want it to be like a whole project and like me having to teach you how to get me right you know it's like a certain level to it but at at a certain point though you're gonna have to teach that whether it's at the beginning or the end you know you're going to have to teach them something about you right because it's it's customizable you know what I mean? And when I say that, I just mean that the re- relationships and human beings and connections are customizable, meaning he don't know how you work. He just doesn't. He's going to fuck around in there and guess until he gets it right. Right. And <laughs> right. But, you know, some people just guess wrong every single time. But, you know, if you give him a hint, and you're like, ah, right answer. How can he do process of elimination if he doesn't know what the processes are? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I guess that's true. So, I'm like your ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I would say um, once things, once, once you're active, right, 
because for you to stick around this long, you've had to have redeeming qualities, right? A good personality, mm-hmm. all that fun to be around, whatever. Um, but once you get down to it, like you got six months to get it right. To me, that sounds like a long time, bro. I don't know. Cause it's right. Really- right. That's a long time. So when I, so when it's time for you to kick the curb, I can say that I tried. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like <laughs> that's about how long it took my ex-husband to cheat on me. So I mean, shit. That oh. Must- <laughs> yeah, I mean, but oh my god. But it, like my thing is like six months. I could get a whole certification in that time. Like I could like really yeah. together. And yeah, time. he can get Instead certified like, in this pussy. Certified yeah. in that pussy, baby. You gotta yeah. pass. <laughs> you gotta pass. If after you've taken the training course and had your practice exams and you know you and you know they get they let you have they let you take the exam more than once after you've used all your tries, you got to go. Man, you gotta go because clearly you are not getting the curriculum, baby. You gotta pass a final, or you're not gonna get (laughs) diploma. Okay, final midterm. I just and the and the extra work. Don't forget the discussion board. My thing is, I don't know. That (laughs) seems like a long time to waste on somebody's dusty ass son, man. But again, he might he must have everything else going for him because there were other redeeming qualities. Hmm, Now. what I'm saying is six months is the maximum. Like mm-hmm. that is that is the maximum amount of time you're going to get <laughs> to figure it the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, everybody's like, would deal with this. <laughs> like I can think of a friend that like, wouldn't even like text that motherfucker back that same night. You know what I mean? Like everybody's mm-hmm. different with this, but you know, to That's each true. their own. Now, yeah. if it's like I said, if it's a one night stand, like now he's kicking rocks to the dust, but you another made one fun. bites the dust. It, it, everybody's customizable <laughs> like you can teach everybody you can teach people how to how you want to be treated and I, I like mm-hmm. that the more the older I get the more I realize like yeah everybody is customizable you can you can um define the relationship and how you want to be treated you know it's just mm-hmm. boundaries yeah because um, nobody walks in just knowing everything mm-hmm. you know true that true that and those that do, you might catch something, you know, that you might need antibiotics for if you, if he knows. Look, if he knows everything, he got a couple things. You don't want mm. none of that. <laughs> Look, you don't want none of that. That's that real scary dick. Speaking of some scary. <laughs> um, oh, God. The next one, this babe went straight into it. She said, have you ever been or seen an uncircumcised dick? Oh. Uncircumcised dicks. How do we feel about it, friend? Yuck. Okay, I want but only because of the dick cheese, and I'm gonna say I just I had a I had a terrible Mm. experience, so that's why I know that I have two. The the I think he was the no he was the second guy that was uncircumcised in Mm -hmm. my time. And the first guy, you know, barely even noticed that it, you know, that it wasn't because he kept it clean. He was, but this other guy, it was not, it was not clean. And um, it's just, it's giving abuse. I don't, I don't. <laughs> it's giving emotional damage. It's giving emotional damage. <laughs> like, it's giving trauma. Okay. It, and you know what? I will say like, at first, like whenever you first, I I really, I was like, oh, that looks different. But that was kind of it. I just kind of kept pushing, mm-hmm. right? Every other time you've seen like, you know, because we all be on the corn 
sites and all that stuff like you've seen different varieties right and mm. you're just like oh they just be looking different yeah right but then there was oh my gosh after that real life experience with that nasty man oh my uh, gosh girl atrocious. I could not look at another man for uh, almost a year like I could not uh, they I was disgusted I was just like I hurt that man's feelings so bad and I don't even care. He deserved it. That's some queen shit though, because you gotta let him know. Like that shit I'm will like, have you excuse me. That shit will have you focusing on yourself. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Oh, I was disgusted. I was like, oh my God, I hate men. <laughs> part though um, i don't want to like it see i don't want it to seem like we're a body shaming because it's not it's it's like a preference thing obviously we want you to be hygienic hygienic right right it's not the fact it's not the fact that he's got a hoodie on mm-hmm. his dick okay it's not because his dick comes with an extra you know extra warmth yeah. and layers and like, shit that's not what we're talking skin, about like a damn uh ds and shit it comes with a right and shit you gotta clean it <laughs> Right. We're talking about hygiene. hygiene. And um, that was just, I mean, you asked the question, girl. That yeah, y'all asked it. You, look, you asked me and that's what I got to say. Right. Um, from what I've been through, that was, that was. But I don't want to scare anybody because <laughs> if it's hygienic, like in general, usually they'll be hygienic down there. Like you can kind of scope it out and like see what kind of guy you're dealing with. But right. just in at general, the end of the day, it's not a bad day, thing. Nobody's trying to look at that anyway. Right. Are ugly across the board. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> um, the thing is that they are more sensitive. So in a way, it's better for women, I've heard, because... And I didn't know this at the time, but it's way more sensitive. So you can like get him there faster and get on with your day. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a whole thing because they are so much more sensitive. Mm. You take it out the case, you know. <laughs> not take it out the case. I love that. <laughs> so we're on it. Uh, public service announcement. Clean your phone case. Please take don't. your phone out of the case. Clean the phone, clean the case. Take your dick out of its case, clean the dick, clean the case. If it's in a case, clean it. If it's not in a case, clean it anyway. (laughs) All right, and that is all we have this week um, for y'all, guess what? Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Go ahead, also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. You can check me out at unofficiallyfelicia. And I'm on Instagram at Rosa P. Garcia 95. Awesome. And of course, make sure to rate and review y'all guess what with five stars anywhere you get your podcast. We'll talk to y'all next week. Talk to Bye. Y'all next- Bye.